That's right. They've got a holiday sale going on right now, so make sure that you hit up Pacers Run for every run. They've got you taken care of. Yes, this game against the Browns is a playoff game for Washington. It is must-win, Trevor. If yeah. they lose this game and yeah. Green Bay wins theirs and Detroit wins theirs, there's no way Washington can make the playoffs because Green Bay versus Detroit hit to the head to head there on um, on the 18th week of the season, meaning one of them is going to get to nine games. Even if they tie, Detroit holds the tiebreaker over Washington. So there's, they have to win this game to stay in control of their destiny and keep their playoff hopes alive. And just real quick, do you think they're going to do that? Yeah, I do. I do. They've been they've been playing with this playoff game mentality ever since the the first Giants showdown where we tied. They've been having that same mentality, or at least that they've been talking about. They've had that same mentality. So I think the focus is going to be there. I think they everybody knows exactly what needs to be done. If they can just focus on winning this game and not look too far ahead, as in saying we have to win out, just win this first game that puts you in a much better position that you are now. The only thing that scares me is if we were ever to pick a game where we just self-destruct, this would be it because <laughs> we have a lot on the line and we are the Washington Commanders, Redskins, football team, Hogs, Legends, Sean Taylors, whatever you want to call us. That's what we do. Um, but I, I just feel that we're going up against Deshaun Watson, someone who hasn't played in two years, and he's shown that. Um, I'm expecting a wild play from him or there, you know, because he is Deshaun Watson, but they don't scare me. Miles Garrett scares me, but if we contain him, there's no one else. Um, and no one else. And then the two running backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, if we can slow them down. I know it sounds like a lot right now, but they're four and nine for a reason. So Yeah, that that I'm not and this is weird because at the beginning of the season, this would be blasphemous to have said. I'm not necessarily worried about Deshaun Watson and what he brings to the table. He's not, not. been having Ash strong of a season as people thought he was going to after what, like two years of being sidelined yeah. and that they are very much, they're very similar to Washington. There's a, a good defense uh, with a strong running game. And mm-hmm. they Chubb is probably one of the top three running backs in the NFL right now. And he's having a good, another good season. Cream hunt is, is a good backup to him. And we'll see how it goes as far as being able to stop him. But as far as Deshaun Watson, hopefully Cam curls back. And hopefully BSJ, you know, Benjamin St. Juice continues to be, you know, healthy or getting healthy because yeah. he does a great job there. They have a, a, a Cooper, Armani Cooper, and that's really it. He, he likes to go off on us. He does, but he does. He he absolutely right. does. But they're not really an offensive team. And as Gus Bus mm-hmm. pointed out, they've been struggling to put up points, especially these last few weeks. And they've not been playing great teams either. It's just been they don't know where they're going. In fact, it's so much so that people are talking whether or not Stefanski is going to be there after the end of the year. And you just right. you know, you have an attractive team for a new head coach, bring in somebody like a Sean Payton and put Stefanski on the uh uh on a on the pink slip there. So you think it, they're gonna play some players? You think they're gonna shuffle their roster these last two games and give some people who need to be evaluated playing time these last because they're four and nine, or do you think they're gonna play their everybody who's already on there to, to be to play the spoiler role for certain teams? So they're in a position where they don't have a first round pick, right? Because they traded away for Deshaun Watson. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, so tanking, right, by evaluating, rather, yeah. uh, those players doesn't do them any good, really, right. because you usually see that mo more from teams that are like, hey, if we lose, we lose, because at least we're a higher draft pick. Cleveland doesn't have that luxury. Uh, so now they actually have the only way they're evaluating is if they're like, well, I want to see this person in actual game time action because they've seen them in practice. So I don't I don't think that they're going to necessarily, you know, try that route. I think that they will try to play spoiler. They're just trying to get that chemistry together and see what yeah. they have as far as a team. It's a shame because Miles Garrett is an excellent defensive player, but he's doing it all on his own. Yeah. I, I looked it up today, Trevor. No one on the Cleveland Browns has more than three sacks outside of Miles Garrett. There are two players with two and a half sacks, and then there's Miles Garrett. So it's just it's it 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 tells me that you know, and, and sacks are obviously looking at the box score. Maybe they're getting some QB pressures. Maybe there's there's other affecting the play otherwise. But this defense is is not necessarily getting after the quarterback, which I think benefits Washington because that's the one knock to Carson Wentz is that he's been folding under pressure. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't, if you don't, if you don't have a line, he's not going to be able to bring you to the, you know, to the playoffs. This might be a, a get right game for the offensive line. Is that, does that make sense to you, Trev? It does make sense. Cause like you said, I can't even name you anybody else on the defensive line. Is Jadavion Clowney still there? I believe he's still injured. Okay. Well then outside of miles Garrett and Jadavion, I can't name you anybody on the starting defensive line. It's not because I, you know, I don't care, but like I know I like to watch football on other teams. I kind of know other people's players, but for Cleveland, I don't know nobody. So this might be a get right game for our offensive line because that's what's been the biggest struggle, I think, of us this far. Now, if this is a get right game for, for Washington's offensive oh, line, okay. what do you feel? is going to be the driving factor to a victory for them. Carson Wentz taking care of the ball. Because um, our running game has been productive behind this crappy O-line play that we've had. I know run run block is different than pass block, but they're still offensive linemen. They still have to block. <laughs> um, so I think if we have a, a cleaner game on offensive line, you get Carson Wentz time back there. Who knows what happens? I mean, look what he did when he didn't have time in the fourth quarter. T just to piggyback on the Taylor Heineke thing real quick. Look, Carson Wentz's stats when he came in for the fourth quarter were pretty much the same stats as Taylor Heineke's entire game stats. And you saw a huge difference. Stats were the same, but the play was different. Got the ball out quick. He was eating a sack. Found eyes always up as he's eating a sack. Found somebody like a Pat Mahomes type that play. shovel pass to Williams. Yeah, I mean, that was something. We're down by a million. He's like still playing like we're down to tie the game. So it's like you just see a difference in that. So yeah, offensive line protects well. Carson Wentz can be the Carson Wentz of the MVP type caliber that we've all seen before. So who knows? Couple, uh, one thing before I go to the injury report, and I see uh, newbie newbie telling us Clowney is playing, so appreciate that. Uh, I um, do have it up here that he is listed as questionable. Um, Ivan LFC here. Teams are one and twelve after playing the Niners. Interesting stat there. I don't know that it actually means anything, but it is an oh interesting stat nonetheless there and the newbie well, newbie who are, the who are the teams though they all have losing records right now that's probably something we can look up for later or whatever but yeah that would be interesting if you if someone wants to look that up who are those one and eleven teams 
Yeah. Uh, so the 12 teams they played and then what they are. Well, I guess it's just their schedule. You can look at the teams they beat. So I'll hold that up here in a little bit. Let's talk about this injury report. For the okay. Browns, Clowney is listed as questionable. Uh, John Johnson, the third, who's a safety, is listed as questionable. Jarek Willis Jr., offensive tackles, list as questionable. And Amari Cooper, questionable as well. Um, yeah, Cooper and Clowney there, I think, are the probably the two bigger, bigger impact players for Washington and whether or not that's or you know, um, in the sense of what Washington's looking at. And then on Washington's side, you got Norwell, Shakatoni, a name we haven't really heard since the beginning of the season, Cam Curl, Chase Young, and James Smith Williams all listed as questionable. Um, and I believe Antonio Gibson's still nursing an injury as well. This was from ESPN, by the way. I didn't bring yeah. up uh, our beat reporters. So I'll have to do that another time. Out of practice today, for sure. Um, so, what do you make of Norwell? Cam Curl, probably the biggest one there. Chase Young, I think they're still trying to ease him back in. So, <laughs> not unsurprising on that that aspect. Uh, mm-hmm. James Smith Williams, though, that's his Chase Young's kind of replacement. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned a little bit about this defense missing too many key pieces? Uh, today is Wednesday. If they're still on there Friday, then we'll freak out. Um, at least they're questionable. Uh, I think we'll be okay. I think they're all going to play, honestly. The biggest one, I think, is Cam Curl. He, I mean, he was caught saying he was this close to playing last week. He just couldn't stop and go, whatever, stop and jam, whatever a football term is used for his ankle injury. So yeah. it was real close. So I look for him to play, but Norwell, probably just whatever. Smith Williams, whatever. Chase Young, they have to because his injury. So I think we'll yeah. be okay. Uh, Cam Cur- Washington is has uh, allowed 95 points in uh, the three games that Cam Curl has uh-huh. missed. Kind of an important player there. Yeah, that's a guy. You, that's a guy you need to play or pay rather because he plays his heart out and he makes a big, big difference there. So hopefully Cam Curl's going to be back because that is a difference maker. We don't want to be the get right game for um, for uh, for Deshaun Watson here. Shout out to my mom here hey. with the sticker. Ba, 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 ba. No. no soundboard while I'm traveling. No, eventually, I'm gonna, eventually, I'll get the. I'll bring the whole setup, but I'm on my my older setup right now. Um, but uh, appreciate that, mom, for the super sticker. Of course, super chat is always open. You can hit that. You are our unofficial fourth sponsor, hey. so make sure that you. All we really ask those you for you to hit that like button. That's another. The big, that's the big one. But. Another thing to watch out for in this game is Wes Wes Schweitzer snapping the ball to Carson Wentz. I don't know how much continuity is there because we've had like 3,000 different centers. We've had two different quarterbacks this season. So, I mean, if you notice when Wentz came in, the snaps were super low. I don't know if that's just because Taylor Heineke was the main guy for those many games, but to piggyback on that, there's a stat. Tyler Larson, if you guys can remember, our backup center. This is our backup center. A stat so about many, so center. many games ago. <laughs> we are six one and one with Tyler Larson, the backup center to beloved Chase Rouillet, is snapping the ball. When he is not snapping the ball, we are one and five. So if you all believe in stats like that, like the one and twelve after Niners game stat, then take that for what it's worth. But that's a stat, and that's our backup center. They're talking about. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's 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 rough. Those uh, Schweitzer really has to work on that if they're going to continue putting him at center. I think yeah. it's it, it's harder for Carson Wentz to get those low snaps than it is for Taylor Heineke. There's a sniff. There's like a six inch, you know, half a foot yeah. difference that that they're dealing with having to get there. So I think some of that timing is going to be there, and hopefully, you know, he doesn't launch one over Carson. This this trying to compensate for it. <laughs> you know, maybe they put him. Maybe they put Carson under center. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more so that way you don't have that opportunity um, and see where it happens. But that, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes. I do do worry about this offensive line, even if the Cleveland's uh, defensive line isn't necessarily, you know, stud packed, you know, Clowney is, right. is obviously an old, you know, a person that I've, I've likened Chase Young to. Um, and then, you know, Miles Garrett is just a beast. That yeah. guy, that guy can definitely play. So get Charles Leno some help. Put put one of these tight ends out there to to help chip block or have running backs chip block him. You can't leave Miles Garrett unaccounted for it. Please no. don't do it. Offense, whoever you want to put it on, Carson Wentz, offensive yeah. line, yeah. Scott Turner, whoever you want to put that on, all of you, <laughs> just listen to me, please. <laughs> and do not leave Miles Garrett unaccounted for. Make this Miles Garrett worst game because you put three guys on him and mm-hmm. left Joe Schmo over on the right side, Please. you know, unblocked. I don't <laughs> care. Make sure Miles Garrett doesn't have the game of his life. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And and you see, you see teams do this against Washington when they have like pass rushing. Uh, threats like that they get rid of the ball you know for us our, our strength is the defensive uh tackles so you'll see them go to the outside which yeah. opens up that side later because washington will start spreading it out a little bit and now you got a hole up the middle scott turner get a feel for the game yeah please. and do that do please. that run away please. from from miles garrett let them switch yeah. it up and then be like okay well now we're running it this way um to the game plan bro you know, do do something uh Gregory, uh, thought we, I thought I was negative. A lot of you guys are worse than I am. Yeah, there's a lot of negativity going there. MG is going off on the team in there. Um, it, it is going to be interesting. I'm not saying the reason why Gregory's talk about Chase is neither of you know Miles Garrett or, or Clowney. The reason why I said I'm liking the Clowney is look at where they're picked, look at kind of Clowney's you know, injury history and kind of, you know, he's still been a uh, impact player, but not necessarily always on the field. So that's why I liken to him to him. Cause I think chase still has the ability. And I thought chase played very well during too. the 49ers game. Phenomenal. And he phenomenal, maybe a touch high, <laughs> maybe a touch high. He played well. in his injury. Phenomenal. He played well. And I agree with you in the sense that, <laughs> yes, the fact that he was coming back from the injury, this was his first game back, that the expectation was 12 snaps, probably doesn't really have that big of an impact. Phenomenal, I think, would have been <laughs> strip sack, uh, would have been a, an interception or a touchdown of some sort. That would have been phenomenal. Okay, He fine. played well. He, he played, played really well. He he, you know, tipped the ball. Phenomenal. He was he, he he stopped a screen pass. He played well. Phenomenal. Let's let's get him to Miles Garrett level of elite play. Let's just do that. 
Okay, let's get them there. Um, so that that aside, we've talked a little bit about the defense. Of course, Trev. Yeah, dog. we've talked about Chubb and Hunt from Cleveland side running the yeah. ball. Mm-hmm. But how about Washington running the ball? This has been a fear for a lot of people. You get Carson Wentz back. Is Scott Turner going to get pass happy, or is he going to lean on the running backs as he was during the win streak and run the ball? You're going to have to lean on the running backs a little bit here, so you can so you can set up that live arm in better situations rather than force feeding it just because it's a live arm. Um, if if Scott, you're smart, our MO on these past victories slash losses and ties, we run the ball really well. We control the we control the clock really well. The only problem is we don't put up points after controlling controlling the the clock really well. We have ten minute drives, seven minute drives, nine minute drives, twelve minute drives. Zero points. Tay and Todd had that stat. We were at the 35, the 10, the 1 in at FedEx two weeks ago. No points. Um, Taylor Heineke's stat between the 5 and 14, 33% of his passes or attempts or whatever. That's really bad. So, um, yeah, I just, just stick to the game plan so that can open up the live arm that Carson Wentz has. So and it's going to be tough if Gibby's not there. But – yeah. Is it though? I think that you still rely on Brian Robinson. I think Jonathan Williams has performed well when needed to out of the backfield. The one thing I find interesting, Trev, is I I looked up the games, last two games uh, from last year for Carson Wentz to see what happened those. And I went through the play-by-play, so it's not Mm -hmm. exactly the same as watching the film. So I don't get the full picture. But I wanted to see if if his if the play calling, you know, let him down, or if Jonathan Taylor let him down, and it was kind of a mixture of both. There was definitely some times there where, like against the Raiders, they had a three and out where it was brutal for Carson Wentz because it was passing complete, passing complete, passing complete, and it was just like, man, you're 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 trying to you know mm-hmm. get kind of get back into the game or win that game, but it was just that that just. You can't have that kind of play from your quarterback when you're trying to get into the playoffs. And that's where I fear we're going to do too much. We're pressing. Uh, Stoner Stoner thought Washington would win against the 49ers because they're the desperate team. Well, desperate teams can also be pushing too much and trying to do things that are outside of the norm. Washington needs to stick to who they are, which is a ball control offense. Run the ball. I want to see 35 plus touches. Yeah. Okay. I want to see, I want to see that. If I, if we see 25 rushes to 35 pass attempts, I would assume we're losing that game. Yeah. I want to see 25 pass attempts, no more than 25. No more than 25. You know, make those an impactful 25 uh, pass plays, but, you know, realistically, this team's going to win if they're running the ball and the defense that they're going up against has allowed significant rushing yards. So take advantage mm-hmm. of that. Right. You know, give Take what they're giving to you. Even the 49ers game, you know, you don't have to, as he was moving the ball down the field, if it's pre-fit and prevent defense or not, you take what they're giving you. And, and in which case, like I mentioned, that first drive, they weren't pre- prevent defense. Mm-hmm. Hit the hit, hit your playmakers in stride. Make I don't want Carson Wentz to be the – the the focus of this game. No, if he comes no. out and he has three touchdowns and Washington wins, then great. 
But cool. realistically, this team needs to stick to the formula that got them those six wins and in this playoff position, which is running the football and playing defense. Hopefully Cam Curl comes back because that defense definitely looked lost without him against the 49ers after that second half and those adjustments were were made. Hey, Scott Turner, you got Carson Wentz back. If B-Rob is averaging seven and a half yards a carry and we're for some reason losing seven to three or 10 to three, I don't, I don't, don't do what you did, did against New York and start passing the ball and running flea flickers because you're down by double digits or two scores that can be easily overcome because you have a whole half of, of game left to play and abandon the run. That's what happened in New York. We were down 14-3. B-Rob is running the damn ball. He is. And we stay away from it because we're down 14-3 going into halftime. We have two more full quarters of, of football left. Don't do that this game. Or if it's still tied and we're not scoring points, keep running the ball, then let it loose. Just don't steer away from it because we don't, this fan base and everybody else in the locker room does not have time for you to say, well, after looking back at the film in hindsight, I probably should have gave the ball more to B-Rob. No, we don't have time for that anymore. Should, should have given, given it to the guy who's who's running at a first down clip here. Uh, James King, run the ball, LMAO. Let's be predictable. Uh, we have to find a way to pass, James King says. You're right, we do. And now that you have Carson Wentz, I do think you're going to find those opportunities a little bit more. But, but what we're saying is this is a run-oriented team, and our yeah. quarterbacks are not good, James. Make no mistake. Even even if even if even if if uh, Trev is is celebrating going to Carson Wentz there, you'll notice that I I was not I'm not a Heineke guy either. But he was but never exactly, Carson Wentz. He was yeah, never. from the get go, my from favorite part about the Carson Wentz trade was that he's 28 million dollars this year, and you can jettison him next year. And now we're probably in the position where Ron Rivera is going to keep him because Ron Rivera <laughs> will still be the coach next year, and. Yep. What else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. The QB market's not, you know, maybe you try not to go for Lamar year. Jackson, but it's not exactly great. I can tell you personally, I don't want them drafting one. No. Once, once the, the new, um, the, the new owner comes in, they're going to probably clean house, Big but the time. new owner's not coming in until probably the middle of next season. Yeah. Like people keep thinking this thing's going to happen. Even if they come in before the draft, do you really try to fight? Do you fire that regime and and hire a whole new staff right before the draft and you know put them in a pickle like that? You probably don't. You probably let it ride, and you probably mm-hmm. give some strict instructions. And mm-hmm. one of them is probably don't you flip and draft your quarterback because you ain't going to be here next year. Exactly. You know, deal with what you got. And so mm-hmm. we'll see. That's all off season talk. We don't want to folk talk about that until the off season. And we've got a game to win. We're gonna win them this on, weekend. On uh-huh. Well, I, I love to hear that, Trev, because that's exactly what we're going to be going to here in the cool down is our game predictions. Get those in the chat. Who do you think is going to win against the Cleveland Browns or Washington Commanders? Get that in the chat coming up here during the cool down. The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. 